time to screw the norms. To fit in, we often hide what's on our minds, who we really are, or who we want to be, or even what we want to do. But now you're having the right conversations. Here, we'll talk about sex, relationships, and mental health, and how they interact with each other and so many other aspects of life. Shame can't survive when we're honest and curious with each other and ourselves. It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome back to The Right Conversations. Ah, All right. So today we are having a conversation about how to build and maintain emotional intimacy. When we talk about intimacy, when people hear the word intimacy, it they often, they generally, they, the they out there, uh, most people that I talk to generally go to sex. They hear intimacy and they think of it as like a, a place a placeholder for, for sex, um, which is so interesting, right? Like our culture has been so sex negative that we can't say sex. So now the word intimacy is synonymous for sex. Like, no, that's not true. Um, In fact, if you Google intimacy, what comes up is close familiarity or friendship, closeness. So intimacy is closeness. Whether that's physical intimacy or emotional intimacy, it is closeness. So when we're talking about emotional intimacy with someone else, we're talking about feeling deeply connected with somebody else. And how do we feel connected? by sharing our emotions, by being vulnerable, by trusting. And what happens in a relationship of any kind when there is emotional intimacy is that there is more security. And then the more security there is, the more comfortable you are to be your whole self. And then being your whole self increases the emotional intimacy. And you can see how this builds on itself in a really positive way. So how do you build emotional intimacy and how do you maintain emotional intimacy? So it's not something that you can just one and done do and then, oh, cool, my now my relationship has emotional intimacy. I am good to go. Because we are ever evolving, we have to continue to update our people. And our people are ever evolving. And so we have to be, need to be, or want to be available for them to update us. So I want to go over a few ways to up your emotional intimacy in, in all of your relationships. This can be applied to familial. This could be applied to uh, platonic, romantic, sexual, whatever it may be. The first way that I want to talk about in terms of building emotional intimacy is essentially quality time. It's creating time to do something meaningful to both of you together. So if this is your romantic sexual nesting partner, this could be a meaningful date night. Um, 
but I want to try to expand that definition. What if it was date night with your best friend or a good friend or a friend, whatever? Um, the thing is, is that it, it needs to be meaningful. So if it's meaningful for you to go walk around the aisles of Target and talk and catch up, go. But what's not meaningful and what will not cultivate emotional intimacy is sitting on the couch while you both check your phone and play on your phone. Now, trust me, I'm a big fan of what we call over here together alone time. Basically being like, I'm going to do my own activity, but like, let's be in the same room, <laughs> breathe the same air. This is not that. This is doing something together to deepen that connection and focus on each other. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be. It could literally be cleaning the bathroom together. It could be going on a drive and getting ice cream. It could be going to see a show. Um, it really doesn't matter where you are as long as you are present with each other and it feels meaningful to both of you. And on that same token, being curious with whoever you're with is also another way to foster emotional intimacy. So we as humans often get very stuck in what we think, what we know, what we feel, what we experience, what we have done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we can subconsciously or consciously get stuck in our opinions. And so we stop being curious. We stop asking why someone thinks the way they do, why someone feels the way they do. And understanding the why of someone else, that is super powerful and connecting. And here's the thing, their why doesn't have to change your opinion. You can be curious and learn about their why and their experience and all of this without it changing your opinion. Now, it may, it may, but that's not the point. The point is to connect and feel intimate emotionally. I want to quickly interrupt this episode to talk about my latest project with Best Self Co. If you don't already know, Best Self Co. is a brand with a range of simple yet meaningful tools that help people achieve their goals, be more productive, and create positive change in their life. I've had the pleasure of working with Best Self Co. on a few projects, the latest being their brand new Intimacy After Dark deck. This 150 card conversation deck is a tool for talking about and exploring sex to bring more connected intimacy into your life. The deck was designed with all relationship structures in mind and includes a conversation framework adapted and approved by me that guides you through consensual and comfortable conversations about sex. Best Self was so kind to provide a code to my listeners so that you can get your hands all over the Intimacy After Dark deck before it's gone. Use the code Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, during checkout at bestself.co and get 30% off the new Intimacy After Dark deck. That's bestself.co and code Rachel for 30% off the new After Dark deck. I want to thank Best Self Co. for being one of today's podcast sponsors. Now, back to our conversation. 
Another way that you can up the emotional intimacy in your relationship is creating uh, a culture of appreciation, essentially. So let someone know that you appreciate them and not just I appreciate you, which by the way is fine. <laughs> it's wonderful. Everyone likes to hear that. But share why. How, why do you appreciate them? How did what they did or didn't do or whatever that you appreciate, how did that impact you? How does it contribute to your life? Why do you appreciate it? Share your appreciation in as many details as you can. Another way to cultivate emotional intimacy is to reminisce together down memory lane. You can start your sentences with things like, remember when? And talk about something that you really miss or enjoyed. You don't even have to miss it. Another way to cultivate emotional intimacy is creating rituals of connection. And this concept comes from John and Julie Gottman, who are relationship researchers. And basically what they're saying is whether it is your morning coffee, um, a chat, right after dinner, um, a walk that you go on every single night when you two get home from work or you three get home from work, whoever many is there, you can build emotional intimacy by having these rituals of connection. So here's here are some other ideas. Um, a scheduled relationship check-in, a kitchen dance party while you cook dinner together. Um, you could have a glass of wine together after work. You could do every Sunday, have a special brunch coffee date. Um, even something like any time before one of you leaves the house, you have a long six seconds or more kiss. When you have these rituals of connection, that emotional, that emotional intimacy tank will stay so full. And having close emotional, having emotional intimacy will help you feel closer to the person, which makes conflict feel easier, which makes you want to have sex if you're allosexual and we're talking about a sexual relationship. It just ups everything, everything. And it helps you get off of autopilot. Like these rituals of connection, they require a level of mindfulness. Oh, I'm leaving. That's right. Six second or longer kiss. Let me go get it. Like it helps you get out of autopilot. Another thing that is really helpful to build emotional intimacy is vulnerability. It is letting yourself be seen. So sharing what you want, what you like, your opinions, your fantasies, your dreams, and your fears. And sometimes this involves sharing things that we're really scared are going to be rejected. That we're really scared the other person's going to be like, uh, what? Uh, okay. And that's okay. That's okay. Another way um, to, to build emotional intimacy is to ask each other questions. Um, I know that when I am getting to know somebody at the beginning, I love to ask questions back and forth to really understand who someone is. Um, and frankly, it helps me think about myself too, you know, like, oh, I haven't thought about that question about myself. That's a great question. So instead of getting into like, you know, 
How was your day? Um, how did that contract thing go at work? Uh, Johnny's babysitter canceled tomorrow. Let's talk about that. When we talk about these like administrative type things, we aren't really showing our partner our inner world. And showing our partner our inner world, or as the Gottmans would call it, understanding your partner's love map, and again, this can apply to any relationship, helps you to feel close and build emotional intimacy. So I'm going to read you 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm going to read you 11 questions for connection. And then I also want to recommend um, games like Esther Perel's uh, card game of questions. We're not really strangers. Uh, actually curious, best self co. So many wonderful examples of card games with questions for connection. So here's 11 and then we're going to wrap up because this is a yet another dense episode. What is something that has been on your mind recently? If you could go any place in the world right now, where would you go? What personal passion project are you working on or do you want to work on? Is there anything that you're struggling with lately? What is the best way that I can support you right now? Did anything unexpectedly awesome happen today or this week or this month? Do you have a bucket list item that you want to tick off next? If you could go back in time, what advice would you give your teenage self now? What's something you're excited about or looking forward to? Is there a quality about yourself you'd like to be appreciated for? And what's been one of your biggest relationship lessons? So friends, I hope that this is helpful. If you want to know more, let me know. I can go over even more ways to cultivate emotional intimacy. But similar to, uh, you know, this last episode about anxiety, I just don't want to overwhelm you with shit. Um, and I know that, again, this is a little bit on the shorter side, but when it's just me and I'm like spewing information at you, it's so dense um, and I don't want to overwhelm your beautiful brain. So thank you for spending this time with me. Please, please, please continue to be good to yourself and the people that you love. Bye-bye. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together.